When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, John June. And of course, I got my guy, my co-host, Greg Penniman here with me. Greg, what is good, man? What is good? Oh, uh, man, uh, Thursday Night Football is going on pr- currently, but you know, we're get, we getting right to this uh, uh, Sunday preview, getting into these games this weekend, uh, week three. Oh, uh, man, it's moving so quickly. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, man, and I'm I'm sitting here feeling like I should have just went with what I said and just stacked Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> as he just scored his fourth touchdown of the day. Yo. Three through the air, one on the ground. This is the first time we've been able to actually uh, cover, you know, watch Thursday Night Football while the game is on, or while we cover the, the, the game one preview. But that's what today is, the game one preview. Uh uh, we will recap Thursday night football tomorrow. We'll also do a game preview part two tomorrow. And we'll also do starts of the week tomorrow, as in Saturday. So definitely want to st- uh, come back for that. Mm-hmm. But we're almost three weeks through this, man. We're going to start getting a bit more data. Uh, things are going to start materializing in terms of what teams are trying to do and, and uh, what they're good at, what they're bad at. So. We're only going to get hotter from here, man. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you meant to say uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick or you started streaming the week instead of Gardner. That's, I'm, I'm, I know. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I should have done, right? Um, but unfortunately, that's not what I did. So uh, we'll see what happens because I benched, you know, Deshaun Watson for Gardner Minshew. So we'll see. Now, we'll fourth see quarter time, yo. I, I believe. <laughs> Uh, you know what? We can cover this tomorrow. We'll talk about this game tomorrow because I have so much, so many thoughts about the Jags <laughs> after this game. Um, but let's cover the games today, man. The, the games that we're covering today, the Bears versus Falcons, uh, Bengals, Eagles, Texans, Steelers, Raiders, Pats, Rams, Bills, Niners, Giants, Titans, Vikings, Washington football team, and the Browns. Uh, the first game we have coming up... Um, is the Chicago Bears traveling to Atlanta, the 2-0 Chicago Bears, taking on the 0-2 Atlanta Falcons. This is a three-point uh, three favorite. Uh, sorry, this is a three-point line in the, in the Falcons' favor, uh, and it's a 48.5-point over-under. The uh, injuries to note, uh, Julio Jones, he's questionable with a hamstring, which he aggravated in in last Sunday's game. Uh, Greg, before we even dig into this, do you believe Julio Jones will play on Sunday? Uh, I, If I had to bet on it, I think he does play. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm leaning towards out. I, I don't know why. I know that he's tough and he plays through all this stuff, but... I think Devontae I, I, doesn't. I was surprised DJ Shark didn't 
because I thought he was going to play. So it's it's a very up in the air right now. Yeah, it's very. We just got to be. It's got to be very fluid, and you you just got to have contingency plans ready. Um, I don't I don't know if I would necessarily play him because we know Atlanta likes to use him as a decoy. But we'll get into all that anyway. But the Falcons have they have a ton of injuries on defense as well. Uh, both edge rushers, uh, Dak McKinley and, and Dante Fowler. Uh, they were D, they were DMPs at practice. Uh, they could they'll also be without Kendall Sheffield, their uh, one of their corners, uh, and then second year right tackle Caleb McGarry. He's he's uh, doubtful to play. Left tackle Jake Matthews. He's also banged up, uh, playing through injury. Uh, and then on the Bears side, Khalil Mack is the only player on the on the injury report with it with a knee injury, but he's limited to play. Uh, he or he's been limited with that. So I you know I think he plays. Uh, in terms of how I see this game playing out, I'm taking the under. I'm taking, uh, I'm taking the Bears to cover. I'm taking the Bears to win. The Falcons are banged up. Uh, they may be without Julio, or you know he may be very limited. Even if he does play, uh, these Chicago DBs are actually you know uh, pretty good, and and this defense as a whole is pretty good. So uh, I expect them to slow down Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Obviously, you're still starting your Falcons. Uh, Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, Hayden Hurst. Uh, if Julio is playing, I, I, it's gonna it, it'd be tough not to play him. I think you would have to play him. But if you had better options, you know, if maybe you drafted a CD Lamb late or something like that. Uh, uh, if you had even if I had Russell Gage, I'd, I'd probably play him over Julio in this game. Um, but the I'm not excited to play Todd Gurley, but I will if I have to. Gurley's 13th in touches. Uh, he had 21 last week, but he's got a 5.7% target share, which is near the bottom of the league at the position. And, uh, you know, last week, wouldn't you know, Greg, Ito Smith got some goal line carries. <laughs> uh, not to mention, Gurley hasn't broken a tackle on 37 touches. So, yeah, I would I would look to play someone else if I could. Um but on the Chicago side, I would play Mitch. I wouldn't. I wouldn't force it unless I was projected to lose and I needed some juice at the quarterback spot. But in two quarterback leagues, I'm starting him. Allen Robinson uh, just has to come through. This I feel is, like with these, this, this, this is, is it. it. It has to be this right. Like this has to be it. The targets have been there. The matchup is there now. Uh, he's got 235 air yards, just to uh, to 107 receiving yards. I don't know, man. Uh, David Montgomery, he's a good play. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm really fed up with Tariq Cohen. Uh, Anthony Miller's in a great matchup, but he hasn't really been playing many snaps. Mm-hmm. He does play 94 percent of his snaps in the slot per PFF. Uh, Atlanta gives it up to the slot receiver, uh, but maybe it's a DFS play. I'm not really doing that in, in season long though. Yeah, uh, I have the over in this game. Um, I'm gonna take the Bears to cover. Uh, but I'm going to take the Falcons to win. Uh, I think they get their first win. Uh, yeah, I, I like what you're saying about Mitch. Again, he's in a, a great streamable matchup. Uh, the Bears have, you know, three great matchups as far as, like, the secondary and the defense they're playing. Uh, the Falcons have, you know, allowed them the second most points to the QB position. Uh, and the Falcons are just, I think, a bottom five defense in general, in my opinion. Uh, Allen Robinson, it's, it's got to be it, man. He's he's had the three juiciest matchups in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so he, he's he's got to get this. Uh, David Montgomery, I see him as a high in RB two. He's in a good spot. 
uh Tariq cohen I, I mean they paid the man like why don't they use the man like i don't understand um so Mm-mm. it'd be interested to see how they use him he, he should be in a bounce back spot here i can't trust anthony miller after i said you know come to that he would come through last week and he put up a hot zero on three targets uh so i'm, I'm gonna wait and see moto anthony miller i think it's you know david montgomery mitch and uh, Allen robinson uh i think those guys will be there for you on the falcon side matt ryan calvin ridley uh russell gage uh julio jones yeah if, he, if he's not going definitely bump to calvin ridley and russell gage i think those guys are you know high end calvin ridley is a wide receiver one russell gage is a you know that i get thanksgiving wide receiver two upside if julio is not playing hayden hurst would be a tight end one for me um the bears you know they rank 29th and uh past the efficiency so they, they can't be attacked uh going down the field i know darius slayton was able to get downfield on them um and just you know in, in general um Todd Gurley, he's a RB3 low-end flex for me. He's Yeah, you're right. He's not involved in the passing game at all. He's only got five targets through the first two weeks. You're you're banking on a touchdown because he, he does get red zone touches. But, uh, yeah, you're pretty much banking on a touchdown for him to, to get you a good RB2 day. Yeah, I mean, I to with the, it really comes down to how you see this game playing out, honestly. Because if you see it being a shootout, like you took the over, yeah. Then you, then Tariq Cohen makes a ton of sense. Anthony Miller in that in that sense makes in that scenario makes a ton of sense as well. Uh, just because you'd imagine they'd be in a ton of three three pers- three receiver sets, and then yeah. Anthony Miller would then be on the field. Darna Mooney's um, also getting involved in, in that. Darna Mooney is yeah. playing a lot too, um, but he's playing in. I mean, assume, I'm assuming two wide receiver sets. Mm-hmm. He does not play in the slot at all, so um, he's not impacting Anthony Miller's playing time. For me, it just comes down to I don't think – I personally think the Bears win this game. They haven't spent a ton of time in negative game script. Um, I mean, outside yeah, of that, that first Those game, first three quarters. That, yeah, <laughs> that's it. That, but yeah. Those first three quarters, but <laughs> – um, that's when you saw a lot of Anthony Miller, but last week they weren't in negative game script. You didn't see any Anthony Miller. Mm-hmm. So I don't, right. I don't think they want to be in, in, in 11 personnel. So it really comes down to, I guess, what, how you see this game, how you see this game breaking down. But Tariq Cohen, he scares the, he, he scares the living bejeebies. I don't even know out of me, man. Like I really can't. If, if Allen Robinson has the third straight average week, he's going to scare me a little bit too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least with Allen Robinson, the targets and the playing time and the routes are there. Like, yeah. all of that is there. He's yeah, just all of it is there. Like, he's not going to go on to catch 40% of his targets. Like, that's not going to happen for Allen Robinson. Right. Like, it's not going to happen. Um, all right, anybody else in this game? Uh, No, no, yeah, we could, we could move on. All right, next up, we've got the 0-2 Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Philadelphia to take on the 0-2 Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, this is FanDuel Sportsbook has this as a 46.5 point over-under. The Philadelphia Eagles are 4.5 point favorites. Oh, wow. uh, in, terms, in terms of the uh, injuries, Geno Atkins, defensive tackle, uh, and as well as Mike Daniels is also defense tackle. They're both questionable uh, for the Bengals. Sean Williams as well for the Bengals is also questionable. Uh, for the Eagles, Fletcher, Pock, Fletcher Cox uh, was uh, did not participate in practice due to an oblique. Uh, Jalen Rager, wide receiver, 
the rookie first-round pick is expected to be out six to eight weeks with a thumb injury. Uh, wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey is lim- was limited participant with uh, his foot injury, so he maybe he's a stash on IR. If you, but I'm not really interested unless you're really desperate for uh, wide receiver help. Uh, Greg, how do you see this this matchup breaking down? I think I'm gonna do it. Uh, I got the under. I know, I know you. I know. I, know I yeah. <laughs> I got the I Bengals covering, and I got the <laughs> the Bengals winning the game. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I think I. Yeah, you probably felt it. Um, that I was gonna do this. Uh, I, I, yeah, I got Joey B, Joe Burrow. I think he's got QB one upside in this. Uh, you know, Tyler Boyd. I think he's a high floor wide receiver too. Um, I drew sample. You know, I stream my stream of the week, so I think he's in a good play, good spot here. Um, we talked about it. You know, we need to see it from AJ Green. Uh, he's getting the targets, but that 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 uh get catch rate is very low. Um, he needs to find the chemistry right now with uh Joey Burrow, and also he'll be matched up with Darius Slay, probably getting shadow coverage all game. So um, it'll be you know it won't be as easy as a matchup for him. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Boyd has the better corner matchup uh, going against the Eagle slot corner. Uh, so he should be able to thrive and you know be able to get some targets and maybe get find the end zone. Joe Mixon, he's also in a solid matchup. Uh, I think he's kind of in that tie Gurley situation, but a little better. He does need that touchdown. Um, he gets the volume with the carries. He's been he's been getting seventeen point five carries per game, which is which is pretty good. That's the the RB six and as far as uh, his rank. Uh, but he has no touchdowns. He only has six targets. He's behind a battle line, so I think he's more of a you know RB three uh, flex for me. So, but I, I will put him over Ty Gurley, but still like his upside is is capped unless he's getting a touchdown. Uh, on the Eagles side, though, this is a this is a smash spot for Miles Sanders for sure. Um, he got 20 carries last week. He finished as the RB 11, uh, seven targets. He he's a stud mm-hmm. RB one for me in this week um, against mm-hmm. a bad Bengals rush defense. You saw Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt light it up against him last week. Uh, the Bengals give up an average of 175 rushing yards through the first two weeks. Uh, that's tops in the NFL. Uh, they're banged up at receiver. The Eagles are so they're going to have to rely on the rely on the run game. Um, yeah, only pass catches I really trust here are Ertz and Goddard, the two tight ends. Uh, they should both, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they both fall in that tight end one spot as t- two top 12 tight ends. Um, that's that's pretty much it for me. Um, I, you know, I need to also see if Carson wants to kind of super flex. I think, you know, I think he's a good play, but uh, I think he's more of a, a QB2 mid, mid of the pack. Uh, but yeah, Miles Sanders mm-hmm. should eat in this one so much. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I'm so I'm I'm actually gonna take the over. I'm gonna take Cincinnati to cover the spread four and a half. I'm not gonna take them to win though. I'm gonna take Philadelphia to win this game. Uh, how it plays out, I I really do like Joe Burrow in this game. I I like Tyler Boyd. I like Drew Sample. Uh, AJ Green. He leads the league in air yards. Uh, we did see his snap percentage start to come down a little bit. Uh, Joe Mixon. Or well, so I mean, in terms of AJ Green, I mean, look, you could play him. I'm not. I'm not willing to play him. But if those air yards and those targets keep coming, and you miss out on that two, three touchdown game, I mean, if you're projected to lose by 15, 20 points, you know, and it's it's like AJ Green or uh, I don't know, uh, Corey Davis. Actually, maybe that's not bad. Maybe that's a bad idea. Maybe I might go Corey Davis on that one. But it, basically, I'm just saying it's a high risk, high reward thing with AJ Green. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not worth the risk there. But uh, Joe Mixon, 
like you said, he's somebody you have to you almost have to play. The volume is going to be there, but you you need the touchdown. Yeah. Uh, in a game, you know, I'm taking the over. I'm, I think that he can potentially get that touchdown for you. Um, you know, for the Eagles, yeah, no thank you to Carson Wentz. He he just hasn't been getting it done. Uh, and now with, with you know with Rager out again, um, you know definitely a, you know a blow to his his upside. And so you know I'm starting Goddard. I will start Ertz. Uh, you know who who does lead this team in, in routes run. By the way, uh, I love Miles Sanders in this spot. Like you said, smash spot. Uh, used like a, used as a workhorse last week. Like you said, um, and and. You know, with the issues at at receiver, I think his seven targets that he had last week, I could think that that could potentially go up as well. Yeah. So, um, Deshaun Jackson, he's third in the league in air yards uh, with all the injuries at receiver. Uh, I think he's a viable play, but he just hasn't done anything. I think you could play him in a pinch. Uh, I mean, look. Would you play Julio Jones or either Deshaun Jackson or uh, AJ Green? Um, if you had to rank, if you had to rank them, an injured Julio Jones, a Deshaun Jackson, and AJ Green, I think I would go. Oh, that decoy thing does scare me. I, I think I'm gonna stick <laughs> with Julio one, AJ Green two, Deshaun Jackson three. Yeah, man, that that Julio thing scares scares the crap out of me, man. Um. It does. I think I. It I does. think I. I, th- I think I would go. I think I would go. AJ Green one, Deshaun Jackson two, Julio three. Yeah, I mean. Oh man. Has he been used as a decoy in a situation before? Uh, historically, I. Can't. He's been used as a decoy. Like they're, they're the the Falcons well, have yeah. come out and said that they're completely comfortable with not giving him the ball if that's uh, what the yeah, defense like decides to do. I don't do. like that at all. I don't like that like, at all. I mean, cause they, they have other people to support them. It's not like they rely, need to rely on Julio. I mean, they have a stud. Calvin Ridley have a great slot receiver in Russell Gage, a good tight end. Um, so. And the the Bears actually have good corners. I mean, I know I think you, you might have looked at the wrong chart, but they're, in terms of defense efficiency, pass defense efficiency, the, the Chicago Bears are 13th. Um, I mean, granted, the, the matchups necessarily haven't been great per se. They played the the um, Kenny Galladay less Detroit Lions, and then they played uh, the you know half of what the New York Giants offense is supposed to actually be. But you know their corners are actually pretty good. Jalen Johnson, their their second round pick that which they drafted is, is you know has been playing pretty well. So I think that you know they they can you know potentially. I don't know why we're talking about this game again, but that's basically where I'm at. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Um, anything else on on the Bengals and the and the Eagles, Greg? Uh no, no, we're good. Okay. Um, we've got the next up. We've got the zero and two Houston Texans traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the two and zero Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a forty five point over under. Uh, the Steelers are four point favorites. Uh, in terms of injuries, uh, Houston, on the Houston side, Duke, Duke Johnson, he's a limited participant with an ankle. Uh, Brandon Cooks, he was questionable with the quad, but seems to be doing well. Obviously, he, he played the last two weeks, so uh, no concern there. 
Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver for the Steelers. Uh, he was a DMP on Thursday. Him and Deontay Johnson had both been doing this thing where they take Wednesday off and then they both practice on Thursday. Um, but it didn't seem like, you know, today was the first time, at least to my knowledge, that Juju didn't practice on Thursday. Uh, we saw Deontay Johnson return to practice on Thursday like he had been doing. Juju didn't. So maybe that's something to watch with the knee injury. Um, and then also on the, for the Steelers on the defensive side, Bud Dupree, edge rusher, and Tyson Alulu, uh, defensive linemen are both questionable. Um, in terms of how I see this game breaking down, I'm taking the over. I'm taking Pittsburgh to cover and win the game. Uh, this Pittsburgh defense is suffocating. As a defense, they lead the NFL in pressure rate. Uh, they forced a sack, quarterback hit, pass deflection, or an interception on 57% of opponents' dropbacks through two weeks in the NFL. Uh, so that's second in the NFL. So I expect Deshaun to struggle a little bit here, you know, with how poorly his offensive line uh, does when facing pressure. Uh, I'm actually starting Gardner Minshew over Deshaun. That didn't turn out well. So I uh, wish I could take it back, but I can't. Um, David Johnson is a perfect buy candidate for me after this week because mm-hmm. you know, I expect him to struggle against his defense. Uh, and you could potentially buy low on him. Uh, after two two underwhelming uh, performances, and then but on the Pittsburgh side, Big Ben, Deontay Johnson, uh, James Conner, they're all must plays. Uh, monitor Juju and, and the knee, uh, but if he's playing, I'm playing him. Greg, how do you see you break it down? Uh, this game, I have the under in the game. I'm gonna take the Texans to cover. I think they'll be competitive in this one, but I'm gonna take the Steelers to win. Uh, I do think Deshaun in this offense could bounce back a little bit. Um, the you know the Giants were able to attack this defense, uh, and Denver and Jeff Driscoll were able to you know do a little something. They made that game competitive towards the end. So uh, Big Ben had to you know make some plays to win that game. Um, so I think they should be competitive. Uh, yeah, I agree with you on David Johnson. Though, is definitely a great buy low candidate. He's getting uh, you know 100% of this backfield as far he's basically a true workhorse uh, right now. Uh, I think Will Fuller is in a bounce back spot um, after that zero point performance last week. Uh, Cooks, I think is also a kind of a safe flex. He did have five for eight and 95 yards against Marcus Peters. So in a tough matchup, he was able to produce. Uh, I think both are in play as, you know, as a wide receiver three uh, flex play. Uh, Jordan Akins, good streaming option. Um, mm-hmm. And on the Steelers side, uh, yeah, I like Big Ben more than Deshaun, I think. I think Deshaun just does, does struggle. I think I'm going to take Big Ben as the, the quarterback to play. I'm in the league, actually, where I have Big Ben and Deshaun, and I am taking I'm, – I'm currently starting Big Ben right now. Uh, James Conner I have as a high in RB2 with some uh, RB1 upside. He had 50 snaps to Benny Snell's 10 last week. All that that snow hype is, is, is slow right now. It's pretty quiet it's, right now. Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, a snail right now. Yeah, yeah, it's a snail right now. Um, Juju, you talk about dealing with a knee injury, but I think he's expected to play. But definitely still monitor that. Him and Deontay Johnson are both, again, strong wide receiver twos with some wide receiver one upside. Um, these two guys, you know, should be very safe each week in and out. They dominate the targets on this team. On this team, So, uh, yeah, that's how I pretty much have it playing. Um, should be a good game, though. Yeah, and uh, I've seen some stuff on Twitter. At people asking if they should start Deontay Johnson. God, yo, everybody, on, start man. Deontay Johnson. Please. Like, the dude has a 32% target share. Big Ben loves him. Just start him every week. No questions yeah. asked. Yeah, start him up. 
Um, all right, next matchup, we've got the 2-0 Las Vegas Raiders mm-hmm. taking on the 1-1 New England Patriots. This is a 47.5 point over-under. The Pats, Cam Newton-led Pats, 5.5 point favorites. Injuries of note. Uh, everyone on the injury, everyone is on the injury report for the Raiders. Uh, Josh Jacobs did not participate in practice with a hip injury. Uh, he was in and out of Monday Night Football uh, with a uh, with that hip injury, but he played through it. He, you know, had 27 carries in that game. Uh, so it's just something to monitor. Uh, Henry Ruggs, who has been dealing with a knee injury, also ends up being limited with a hamstring injury. So that's something to watch as well. Darren Waller. Uh, also limited with a knee. Uh, Nikhil Harry was a limited participant with an ankle. And uh, Edelman was limited with a knee. Uh, James White, for the uh, running back for the New England Patriots, uh, he's obviously you know, been dealing with the death of his, death of his father and the health of his mother. Uh, and so he's away from the team. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. Um, in terms of this matchup, Greg, how do you see it breaking down? Uh, this game, I also have them take the under again, uh, but I have the Pats covering, and I have the Pats winning. Uh, on the Pats side, it, it's it's nice and simple for them. They they made it simplified. It's the Cam show. They run this offense through him. They continue to do it in the goal line, moving the chains, um, and they you know solidified the fact that he can still pass the ball with accuracy and get downfield. So it's the Cam show. As he's a QB one, lock it in. Edelman is a great safe wide receiver too. Uh, Nikhil Harry, I think, is a safe wide receiver three, a flex position. Both these guys are going to dominate targets. They're both getting a 29% target share. It's literally them two, and that's it, and Cam running the ball. So I think those guys, those three guys you can you can play. Uh, on the Raiders' side, uh, Derek Carr, I think he's more of a, you know, a middle-of-the-pack, low-end QB2. Uh, he might be playing from behind, so he could have some upside there, uh, getting past attempts down the field. Um, I'm very interested in seeing Josh Jacobs. This is the game you want to see. Uh, un, not not favored, possibly playing from behind. Will he be involved? Uh, going, you know, in the in the later quarters, um, and see if he gets some some targets and stuff. So we'll, we'll be interested to see that. I think Josh Jacobs is still in play though, as you know, RB two at least uh, a safe floor uh, for him. Uh, the Pats, you know, they're good against. They're basically. On the Raiders side, the main guy I'm looking at as far as a pass catcher is Darren Waller. Uh, the Pats are our top five against the tight end position, but you have to start Darren Waller. There's no one ready to trust outside of that as a pass catcher. He had 16 targets last week. It's a ridiculous 42% target share in week two. It's all Darren Waller. After that, uh, I'm not really trusting anyone else. Yeah, I'm going to take the under. I'm taking the Pats to cover. I'm taking the Pats to win. Uh you know, this matchup should be fun. You've got Cam Newton-led Patriots coming off uh, their first loss. Uh, so interesting. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they respond under Bill Belichick. Uh, but I'm I'm playing Cam. I'm playing Edelman. I'm playing Akil Harry. Uh, you know, those guys, they lead the team in targets like you were saying. So they're all viable plays. Um, you know, for the Raiders, you know, Josh Jacobs, you know, he's he's where, you know, this, this Raiders offense really starts and ends mm-hmm. uh, it's with him so you know like you're saying i want to see how you know nick a game with negative game script how did how does he how is he used is he getting targets uh is he still being used on third downs things of that nature um you know darren waller you're gonna play him but this is belichick 
you know. Yeah, he takes away what you he's, gonna, he's just going to take him away. Yep. So, um, you know, it, it, this will be interesting. So, but you're going to play him. Yeah, yeah. He could get eight to nine points, and that's still a good tight end performance. So, I think you got to play Darren Waller. He's he's one of their best players on their team just in general. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hands yeah. down. Um, all right, anything else on this game? No, no, moving on. Nope. All right. Next up, we got the 2-0 Rams, L.A. Rams, traveling to Buffalo to take on the 2-0 Buffalo Bills. This is a 47-point total. Uh, the Bills are two-point favorites. Uh, in terms of injuries, John Brown limited with a foot. Uh, tight end Dawson Knox. Uh, John Brown, wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. Tight end Dawson Knox for the Bills. He's uh, in concussion protocol. Running back for the Bills, Zach Moss. He's questionable with a toe injury. Um, the Bills are also dealing with injuries on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, Akers is dealing with uh, Cam Akers, r- running back for the for the Rams, is dealing with ribs injury uh, and is not expected to play on Sunday. And then Malcolm Brown, running back for the Rams, is dealing with a finger injury, uh, hasn't practiced, so his situation is something to monitor as well. Um, in terms of how I see this game breaking out, I'm taking the under. I'm taking the Rams to cover and win this game. Uh, this game should be a good one, you, you know, and it's 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 an it's an improved test uh, for Josh Allen. the The Rams have a pretty good defense and a front that you know can get after Josh Allen in this one. Uh, still starting him, obviously, but I think defensively, it's just a good matchup for the Rams, especially when you consider that they've got Jalen Ramsey uh, there to cover Stephon Diggs. Um, you know, John Brown, uh, I'm still starting John Brown. I'm still starting Stefan Diggs, um, you know, because, you know, these offenses both are just too creative, too good. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to start them. Uh, Robert, or sorry, Cooper Cup, I like him in this one. Uh, you know, like we've talked about, Buffalo susceptible to, to giving up to, to the slot receiver. So I, I like Cooper mm-hmm. Cup to have a good game in this one. Uh, Robert Woods, he's in a revenge game. He's go, he's coming back to Buffalo, but he's coming back to meet Trey White. Trey White. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, we saw him get the rushing touchdown last week, but you know, I'm gonna start him despite the matchup. But it's definitely tough. Uh, and then Daryl Henderson. You know, I I really like him this week to have a good matchup. Um, you know, I mean, I you know, I like the matchup. I like him to have a, the you know the workload to himself. And then I also like Tyler Higby this week as well. And you can't set him after last week. Oh, no, definitely not. I mean, yeah, tight end scoring three touchdowns, like, that doesn't happen. Like, <laughs> so you got to start mm-hmm. him. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with the under here. I got the Bills to cover and the Bills to win. I think the Bills are, are good because they're, they're better offensively. And if that's the case, then adding to this, you know, this uh, defense that they already had, uh, they're getting healthier. Tremaine Edmonds and both Matt Milano should be back this week. So uh, Josh Allen, though, he's an every week QB one. You got to start him up. Uh, Bills can ta- can attack either way right now, depending on the matchup. I think the Rams are a better pass defense. So I think maybe this is a more Moss and Singletary game. Uh, look for them to be involved. Um, I'm still in a way and see mode to start someone unless I need to. Um, right now, Singletary probably has like the slight edge. Uh, so if you need to start someone, it'll be, it will be him. But uh, I, I'm, you know, the the Diggs and Brown, they're I think safe wide receiver two, wide receiver two production, uh, especially you know with 
Diggs having higher upside because, you know, he, he's beginning targeted a lot um, on the Ram side. Uh, both Akers and Malcolm Brown uh, questionable. Akers is definitely out. Uh, Malcolm Brown was able to practice in some capacity today, so that's good news. Uh, Daryl Henderson definitely has some solid flex appeal. Uh, I think he's the healthiest of the three, so if I had to favor one of them, it would be him. Um, so I would have him maybe as, you know, a low on RB2, I think, but great flex appeal for sure. Uh, starting your starting woods, your starting Cooper Cup. Because of the matchup with Trey White, definitely I think I'm favoring more Cooper Cup in this matchup. Um, so look for him to to eat and also, you know, just keeping an eye on that third receiver, Van Jefferson, you know, getting more involved than, than Josh Reynolds. Uh, Reynolds is playing more snaps, but uh, Van Jefferson's definitely getting targeted more in, in, in the snaps that he's playing. So just keep an eye on that for you know, dynasty purposes, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's going to have some, you know, potential midseason or, you know, down the down the line, uh, you know, value for us there yeah. with, with Van Jefferson, man. Yep. Um, all right, man. Next up, we've got the one and one San Francisco 49ers traveling to New York back to MetLife uh, to take on the 0-2 New York Giants. It's a 41.5 point over under. The 49ers are 3.5 point favorites. Uh, Jimmy G is not expected, quarterback for the 49ers, not expected to play with the high ankle sprain. Uh, Raheem Mostert, running back for the 49ers, as well as running back Tevin Coleman for the 49ers. Uh, they're both doubtful with knee injuries. Um, tight end George Kittle is questionable with a knee. He didn't practice. He did practice today, but um, I'm not counting on him playing. Uh, I, you know, the Niners have complained about the field, so I, you know, I don't see them trying to risk him playing in in a game like this. Uh, and then in terms of the Giants, they have since placed Saquon Barkley on injured reserve with the uh, torn ACL. Uh, they've signed since signed Devontae Freeman to a very modest contract offer. Uh, not one that's not indicative of, of starter money. Uh, so it's 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 interesting to see how this backfield breaks down in terms of usage. Uh, Greg, how do you see this game breaking down? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to go with the over. Uh, I got the Giants covering, and I have the Giants winning uh, their first game. Um, it's just a lot of injuries for the 49ers. They're banged up, uh, so I think the the Giants are able to again. I mean, the Giants are just as injured as far as offensively, but uh, I, you know, it should be should be an interesting game. Uh, Daniel Jones, I think he's you know QB two for this one. Uh, no Richard Sherman, no Nick Bosa. Um, so some points I think will be scored in this game. Darius Slayton, uh, he's seen 15 targets through the first two weeks. I think you've got to start Darius Slayton. He has got he's got the best chemistry with uh, with all these receivers on the field, and now without some of them and some pass catchers, Darius Slayton is definitely in play as a you know some wide receiver two upside. Uh, Golden Tate, I think you know in PPR deeper leagues, he's a, he's a good flex option. Um, I'm not interested in these running backs. I, I'm in a wait and see mode, and even then. I'm not touching any of them, so uh, I will. I will, will like to see how it goes, how they use, but I'm not rushing to get anyone to waiver wire or start anyone. Um, on the 49ers side, you talk about it. So Nick Mullins is starting. Uh, I like Jerry McKinnon in this matchup. I think he's a solid RB two. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. is always in play to t- be a touchdown vulture. So if maybe in DFS or something like that in a deep league, if you you're really looking for a touchdown, that could happen because I've seen so many times where. Yeah, get to the goal line. Jeff Wilson Jr. just comes in and 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 just gets a goal line touchdown. Uh, Kittle, 
if he's not playing, you got to put in Jordan Reed. He's automatically in the tight end one combo uh, without Kittle because they're going to use him. They're going to throw to him. Uh, and Kendrick Bourne I should be involved again. He's a he's a low floor flex for me. Uh, he had four receptions for 67 yards yes, uh, last week. Uh, Brandon Ayuk continues to be eased in, but he, he's right there as far as snap percentage with uh, Kendrick Bourne. Um, Kendrick Bourne only had so he played 74% of the snaps. Uh, Ayuk was at 72, so uh, his, his usage is going to continue to increase. Um, I'm not ready to start him yet, but I think, you know, keep an eye on him, and he's he's going to be able to emerge in, within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm going to take the over. I'm, I'm going to take the Niners to cover still. I'm going to take the Niners to win. Uh, you know, the Niners are bringing their JV team to take on, you know, the Giants here. Uh, the Giants do compete and play hard. Uh, I think they just have... A, a talent issue. Uh, I think Daniel Jones fights in this one. Uh, this D line and the secondary uh, is banged up. So, but I mean, you, you probably shouldn't have a reason necessarily go there, uh, except for two quarterback leagues, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or you're playing, you know, you're, you're looking for a cheap cash game quarterback. Uh, but Darius Slayton, uh, he's interesting to me here as a wide receiver three flex option. Uh, Evan Ingram is a solid play as always. Oh yeah, uh, Golden Tate. Uh, you know, he he played well last week, you know, catching five, all five of his targets, um, you know, in his first game back, you know, for the 49ers. I think Jerick McKinnon and Jeff Wilson, I think they're both in play. Uh, I don't know if they're going to, you know, you know, lean on Jerick McKinnon fully in, you know, his third game in, in two years. Uh, he's gotten a combined nine touches over the last two weeks. Uh, he's played, a co- you know, he's played 26% of the snaps over the last two weeks. Uh, so I don't think he's going to get this backfield entirely to himself. I, I didn't even expect uh, rookie Jermichael Hasty to get pulled off the practice squad, uh, especially with how much they've been complaining about their injuries. And we know Tevin Coleman's out. We know, um, we know that, you uh, What's his name? Raheem Mostert is also out as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, how much of their guys they're going to want to use, you know, especially with how much they've complained about this field. Um, McKinnon will, you know, he'll, he'll get the reception work. I think Wilson, like you said, he'll get the touchdown work. Uh, you know, like you said, we've seen games where it's like four carries, four touchdowns. Yeah, man. Um, so upsetting. <laughs> if, yeah. If, if, uh, if Kittle sits, like you said, you play Reed, no problem. Um, that's it for me. Uh, if I had to play running back from the Giants, it, it would it would be Deion Lewis, but I'm not I'm not trying to play any of these guys. Yeah, I'm not trying to touch any of these. Evan Ingram, that's a good point. Yeah, he's in a good spot. Uh, you know, no Sterling Shepard. He's he's good. It's going to get emphasized more on targets uh, as he's been in the first two weeks. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, let's jump to this next matchup, man. Next up, we got the two and Tennessee t- uh, Titans traveling to Minnesota to take on the zero and two. Minnesota Vikings. This is a forty-nine and a half point over/under. Um, the Viking or the Titans are two and a half point favorites. Uh, in terms of injuries, uh, for the Titans, AJ Brown did not practice with a knee injury. Uh, that's still that bone bruise. Um, trending in the right direction supposedly. So hopefully he'll be back next week. Uh, in terms of Minnesota. Cornerback uh, Mike Hughes, he did not participate in practice with a knee, with a neck injury, so uh, that's definitely something to watch, especially considering how poor the Minnesota secondary has been. Um, but in terms of how I see this game breaking down, I'm taking 
the over. I'm taking Tennessee to cover. I'm taking Tennessee to win this game. Um, the Minnesota defense, the Minnesota defense is absolutely terrible. And again, you know, like I've been saying, you know, I'm sure they will figure it out. But until they do, we will continue to attack it, and we will attack them from all angles. So give me Ryan Tannehill in a smash spot. Give me Derrick Henry. Uh, this man has got to be going off soon. And so I'd trade for him if I could leading up to this game. Uh, give me Jonu Smith. Uh, I know, you know, all Davis did last week was catch the touchdown. But in this matchup, I, you know, I, I would flex him. Uh, and then Adam Humphreys, man, he's got another good matchup there against Minnesota who gives it up to the slot receiver. We liked Paris Campbell last week. So, you know, give me Adam Humphreys again. And then on the Minnesota side, it's really just two people, uh, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. That's all I want. <laughs> Nobody else. Don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, so I have the over in this game. I'm taking the Tennessee Titans to cover. I'm taking the Tennessee Titans to win. Uh, yeah, the Titans got to start Ryan Tannehill. He's he's a top start streaming option up there with Justin Herbert. You got to keep riding that wave. Uh, Derrick Henry. Tannehill is an every week starter. <laughs> We got to stop sleeping on this man. He's oh, an man. every week starter. <laughs> we got to stop doing it. Oh, man. Since last year. Hey, man, no, ahead, it's, man. It's year eight. That's all I'm saying, man. That's, that's the reason why he's still it's on this year team. It's year two away eight. from Adam Gase. <laughs> that's, oh, man, that's a good point. That's a great point, though. Adam Gase, <laughs> <laughs> the quarterback killer, yo. Uh, yeah. So. The everything killer. Devontae <laughs> Parker, Kenyon Drake, Mike Gusecki, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Oh, man. <laughs> So Derrick Henry, he's got to score though. Uh, John o. Smith, talk about a tight end sleeper. This man is tight end three in fantasy. You got to keep starting him with the high upside, especially while AJ Brown, uh, Corey Davis, and Adam Humphreys are, uh, I think, good safe flex uh, um, flex options with the possible touchdown. Either one of these guys could score the touchdown. Um, so I think you can you know play those guys and play the Titans offense with uh, with confidence uh, on the Viking side. Yeah, I'm with you. It's Dalvin Cook. It's Dylan. It's no one else. I mean, Cousins can't be any worse than last week, so he'll be better. I mean, and Thielen's kind of attached to that. So if I think Thielen's going to do well, Cousins should do a little better. But I'm not touching Cousins. It's it's Thielen and Cook. Absolutely, Thielen and Cook. That is it. All right. Next up, we've got the one and one Washington football team traveling to Cleveland to take on the one and one Cleveland Browns. This is a 45 point total. The Browns are seven and a half point favorites. Steve Sims Jr., wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers, is limited with a toe injury. Um, but that's really it in terms of injuries for this game. Greg, oh, nice. how do you see it breaking down? Uh, I have the under in this game. I have the Cleveland Browns covering, and I have the Cleveland Browns winning. Um, I think this is kind of going to follow what you know Cleveland did last game as far as you know playing a. In a favorable matchup, they'll be up. They'll be using using the run game with Nick Chubb, with Kareem Hunt. So you got to start both of these guys. Uh, Chubb is an RB1. Kareem Hunt has RB1 upside, but he I think he's just a safe RB2, uh, especially in PPR. Um, and Odell, you got to start him. You know He's getting heavy target numbers. He broke out last week, and I think he continues to do that uh, in a favorable matchup, especially you know with these this secondary. I'm not scared of that. I'm definitely scared of the, the D-line, but uh, as far as that, I think you know they'll be able to get the ball out and use their run game to you know kind of you know wear them out a little bit. Uh, all right, so Washington football team, Logan Thomas, 
I think he's in play. Again, he's getting heavily targeted. Nine targets last week. Uh, you, again, if the Titans Titan's getting nine targets, I'm starting him every time. Uh, AJ uh, Antonio Gibson, I think he's definitely a, a buy candidate. You got it. You, you should get him now. Uh, I, I think, you know, he should have a, a solid day. Um, I think, you know, I like those running backs like James Robinson, Miles Gassing, and a little more. Um, but because, you know, Cleveland, Cleveland's defense, as far as his rush defense, is pretty good. Uh, I think he's just have a, a, a nice floor flex day. Um, but I think you should buy. I think his guys, he's he's baking. He's ready to go uh, as soon as possible and as, as far as, as soon as next week. So I think you, he's in play. And Scary Terry, you got to play him every week. Um, he's attached to Dwayne Hackens, but he's he's a number one receiver, and he he's he's getting targeted, and he's his his talent is just above a lot of corners that he's facing. So you got to start Scary Terry up. Yeah, man, I'm I'm taking the under here. I'm taking the Washington football team to cover the spread. I'm taking the Cleveland Browns to win this game. Uh, Washington football team has a defense that I think can keep them in this game, uh, help cover the spread. Um, you know, on the Washington side, it's really just three guys that have any interest in playing. Terry McLaurin, uh, who obviously, like you know, like you said, he's he's going to be matched up against a lot of these corners. Uh, Denzel Ward, actually, I did miss that part. Denzel Ward ended up pop, popping up on the injury report today with a groin injury. Uh, he's he is the Browns' top corner. Um, you know, so I I'm expecting Terry to have another big game in this one. Uh, Logan Thomas. He's matched. He's got a matchup here with with the, you know, the Cleveland Browns. They're not very good against the tight end. Uh, I think they give up the most points to the tight end position, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. They do. So, You're right. Uh, Logan Thomas here. He's in a smash spot as well. Uh, like you said, the nine targets. Show me another tight end getting nine targets. I'll start them. Other than that, I'm starting Logan Thomas. Um, and then Antonio Gibson, man. He's somebody. He's 100% in play for me this week. Uh, he saw a major uptick in snaps. Uh, he, his snap usage increased 39% uh, from week one to week two. Uh, his touch count increased by just one. But he's somebody that is starting to, um, you know, again, he's he's played wide receiver in college, a hybrid wide receiver, hybrid running back. Uh, he's still learning the running back position. And you could see you know, from game one to game two, he's getting so much more comfortable. And I think the, the coaching staff is realizing that. That's why his playing time is going up. I think this is your last chance to buy him. Facts. Uh, I would I I think you can I think you can start him this week. I think you can flex him this week. Um but this is the last opportunity I think you have to buy him. Uh on the Cleveland side. Cleveland's really easy, man. It's really just yeah. three guys. It's Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Odell Beckham Jr. Yep. That's really that's really it for me. Um, but on you know Austin Hooper, we, he's he's lost. He's snip snip candidate. Yeah, snip snip. Uh, you know, yeah, he's, 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 yeah. He's lost all trust, all of our trust, uh, and there's no reason to have to play Baker unless you're in two quarterback league or something like that. Yeah, and there's no reason to play Jarvis unless you're like in some four receiver league or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Um. All right, so you know that's all we got for you know get part one of the game previews. Hopefully, you enjoyed Thursday night football. Uh, we will be back Saturday to recap Thursday night football, break down the rest of the games, reveal our starts of the week, play some get money. Uh, so again, everyone, thank you for listening. As always, please rate and review the podcast wherever it is that you're listening. 
as well as follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FF Diagnostics. Also follow Greg on, on Instagram at we underscore made it. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JR Football Nerd. And we look forward to talking to you all tomorrow. Uh, have a good weekend, everyone, and we are out. We are.